Hi everybody, Rab here. Before we start the next chapter of Marcus Marcus in Harting Heart, I just want to give a shout out and a thank you to Nick for the donation. If anybody else wants to throw anything in the pot, check out ko-fi.com slash rabfulton. Hope you're all staying safe and well and creative. Okay, enjoy the chat. Marcus Marcus controls the power and wealth of a vast military and religious empire. Yet one horrific crime threatens to destroy everything in his world. Addled by drugs and grief, Marcus Marcus begins a trans-dimensional journey that will ultimately force him to confront a dark and devastating truth. Chapter 35 Dear Gods, we are fucked. To my surprise, the door opened and in stepped Talav. She held out a flask. More coffee, Your Excellency. I looked at the intercom, then back at the commanding officer of the Woolcraft Wee Scunner. That's right, Your Excellency, she said. I've been waiting outside the room all this time. Nothing else really to do. She smiled that wide, wicked smile. Her eyes, though, seemed a bit cannier. But the sarcasm was fine by me, more than fine. My still groggy brain was trying to think of a suitable repost when I saw two figures standing in the corridor behind her. One was Ifdek, looking dour and pale the dent in his head lending him the appearance of one of those lonely, battered comets that circle eternity, struggling to hold on to the merest wisp of an atmosphere whilst everywhere gods hurl stones and humans' rockets at its poor, benighted forum. Behind him stood Kokani, looking mildly surprised. Gang's all here, I said, taking the coffee flask. No, Your Excellency, there's more to come, explained Talav. Admiral Jack's Wolfcraft is taking a detour, going to pick up Zenoto and Jones. His Honour Ifdek wants them here. I got some scalding caffeine down my throat. Things that grim, eh? Your Vizier seems to think so. Talav's smile took on a quizzical aspect. His honour was working on an encrypted message. She looked back at Ivdek, but he made no comment. She carried on. He finished deciphering it about 50 minutes ago. He insisted on speaking with you. I disagreed. Said you'd be in no condition to decide anything if you didn't get some rest. We argued. He pulled rank. I pulled a gun. Talav shrugged smiled and added, I won the argument. 
you got a little more sleep. Bits of my brain began to zing as the caffeine kicked in. I looked beyond Talav, out to the corridor. There stood Ifdek brooding and Kokani smiling, and beyond them a whole heap of hatred and hurt flying towards yours truly. I took another slug of coffee. Ifdek didn't say what the full message was. No, Your Excellency, only that it was unprecedented. That didn't bother you? Talav's smile vanished, and when she spoke again there was anger in her words. Commanding a wolfcraft is my business, not political intrigue. You think this is political? I asked. It always is, she replied. My brain, cranked up now to at least half efficiency, managed to bring more focus to the vague idea that moved inside me. I proffered Talav the flask. I have a plan, I said quietly, and I need your advice. Talav took the flask. Your vizier wants to talk to you, she said, in private. She took a sip of the coffee. Her expression softened a little. I'll talk to you afterwards. Come back in a couple of minutes, I said, even if my vizier is still with me. Talav made no response, just turned to the door, stepped into the corridor, bowed to Ifdek. My old companion stepped in, shut the door, sat down heavily on the narrow bed. You look like shit, I said. Thank you, Mr Marcus, was his wry reply. Don't go looking in any mirrors yourself. The glass will crack. I sat on the bed beside him, rubbing a hand over my chin. Bristles scraped my skin. It's good to see you, Ifdick, I said, heartened to be in his company again. Yet, as I looked at him, I was also filled with a soft sorrow. Ifdick, the younger of us two, looked old and weighed down with worry. You want to talk to me about Estella's message? I thought it best to speak to you first, Mr Marcus. He said, staring at the wall in front of him. About what happened on Infeshka? Yes. Ifdek closed his eyes, took a breath, held it, then released it. Took another. Talav says you've asked Admiral Jack to bring Zanotto and Jones. Has the news that bad? Ifdek released his breath. Yes. He said, turning to look at me. The news I have for you is appalling, Mr Marcus. Before he could say any more, I held my hand up. Ifdek, I said. I've guessed as much. I also guess the Bramlant business makes matters far worse. Is that so? Ifdek's eyebrows rose and fell. Fucking augurs, he said wearily. It is good you want to discuss things with me first, I said, 
trying as I spoke to think of the proper way to frame what I had to say. But I'm not sure it's the correct thing to do. Not with something as big and awful as all this appears to be. Before I could explain myself, Talav returned. And she sat on the bed too. The door remained opened. Kokani stood there looking into the room. If Dick's features tightened, almost as if his face had become a fist. But the anger quickly passed. The more, the merrier, he said. I placed a hand on my old friend's shoulder. If Dick, before you share your news, I need to tell you about my thoughts. When I was resting, I explained, I recalled a rumour about saging troopers. It is said that when they are faced with overwhelming odds and their destruction seems inevitable, the troopers perform a ritual that helps them win guidance from the divinities. It was Cock Annie leaning into the room who was first to respond. I have come across reference to this, Your Excellency, he said, his voice weak but pleased. I believe it is called the ritual of invocation of the infernal and the eternal. While it is unique to Sajin troopers, Your Excellency, there is archaeological evidence that similar rituals were used across prehistoric and Fresca. It is also known, Your Excellency, added Talav, interrupting Kokani, as the dear gods, we're fucked, help us, ritual. Understand it, added Ifdek. The ritual is not just to seek guidance. It also asks that if the divinities are not disposed to help, then at least they will bless the troopers with a quick death. And to be effective, your Excellency, Kokani explained, it needs a blood sacrifice. Quick deaths and blood sacrifices were news to me, but I persisted in my inquiry. Given what you know, I asked Ifdek, do you believe such a ritual is appropriate? Ifdek stared at the wall deep in thought. For a moment his body trembled, and I feared the return of the spasms he had suffered in the bullet pod. But the tremors passed, and when he turned to look at me, there was a hint of amused surprise in his expression. Given what I know, Your Excellency, I believe this ritual is not only appropriate, but proper and pious. Moreover, Your Excellency, I now realise it would be wrong to share my information with you first. What I have to say 
can only properly and piously be shared with gods and mortals equally and at the same time. Good, I said, feeling more confident now. Your news will wait then. I leaned back so I could see Talav. Commander, I asked, do you have knowledge of this ritual? I do, she replied. Her voice was tight, her features marred by a deep frown. I have experienced the ritual myself. It is not to be used glibly. She looked at me, but before I could make any sense of the expression in her eyes, Kokani spoke up. It is a true and long-respected ritual, he explained. But it has its dangers, not the least being it is the only ritual that openly invites Melkarusha into the affairs of men. My bullish mood evaporated. The very uttering of the foul regent's name rekindled the fear in my belly. But things had gone too far now. Who will preside over the ritual? asked Evdek. I will, I said, clenching my fists to stop them shaking. Are you sure, Your Excellency? asked Talav, her eyes narrowing. I am. Talav looked at me. The glitter returned to her eyes. Her mouth stretched once more in its wide and wicked smile. She favoured me with a slight nod. In that case, she said, perhaps I could have some time alone with His Excellency. Kokani and Ifdek left, leaving me, she, and all my terrors sat there on the bed. for listening to this latest chapter of Marcus Marcus and Hurting Heart. Stay tuned for future chapters and mind tell your friends and relations and ancient enemies about the podcast. If you want to know more about my work, you can follow me on rapfultonstories.weebly.com My Instagram is at Celtic Tales Galway and my Twitter is at Havering Rab.